right, just wanted to begin by thanking James Franklin and Pat Kraft for giving me this great opportunity to be defense coordinator here at Penn State. Uh, just a tremendous tradition and, and uh, so fired up and excited to be given this, uh, this opportunity. And I also wanted to thank Indiana University for the last eight years and, and uh, just all the great memories and things established there and uh, just appreciate that opportunity and all the players that uh, we were able to, to impact and coach. So appreciate that. Questions? Please raise your hand. We'll take a mic to you. We can start with Mark right here. And if you could just introduce yourself and name your affiliation. Hey, Tom. Mark Brennan from Lions 247. Welcome to State College. Thank you. Appreciate uh, what went into your decision to take a job immediately rather than take a little bit of time off? I don't mean not to be insensitive, but I think a lot of people wonder, you know, when you go through a sudden change like that, why dive right back into it? Thanks. Well, you know, you don't control the, the clock of the timing of things, you know, so you uh, you respond as you do in most things in life. But, uh, you know, I think for me, you know, I'm, I'm a football coach and uh, um, just love what I do. And this opportunity that presented itself in, in, at this time frame uh, was uh, one that I uh, immediately had interest in and uh, obviously had a chance to, to, to go further into that and meet the coach. And, Go through the process, but uh, for me, uh, I really uh, expected to, to get back into it. You know, once things happened as they did, uh, probably a little quicker than, than expected. But uh, once again, that's the part you don't control. I just uh, um, really have so much respect for this program, uh, playing them for eight straight years in our division, and uh, obviously getting to know Coach Franklin and what he's built here and the way he does things. Uh, just uh, was super excited about that. So that's why when it came opportunity uh, present itself, we, we went after it. In the middle, John. Hey, Tom. John Sauber, Seminary of Times. Uh, obviously, you spent the last seven years as a head coach. What do you think the biggest difficulties will be when it comes to going back to being a defensive coordinator after spending so much time leading the program? Well, you know, I've really um, I stayed in that role as the DC for several of those years. Um, I will say I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to just do that. You know, it's really challenging to do both. Um, and, uh, um, and as things have changed the last few years, almost impossible to do both. Um, but uh, so I look forward to just focusing on being the best defensive coordinator I possibly can be. And so um, I, I think, you know, even as, as I talked to James about this and, and how he asked me about transitioning back, I said, man, I, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited about it, you know. And uh, there's a lot of things you have to do as a head coach that, that aren't as enjoyable. I love coaching football. And I love impacting the lives of the players. And uh, I think I can focus on that uh, solely now and not have to be called out of meetings and handle things that head coaches have to handle. And as the complexity of our college game has increased these last few years, it's even gotten more challenging. So uh, I'm really, really looking forward to be able to focus on the things that I do best. The far left corner, Allie. Hi, Allie Ruby, ABC 27 Indian Nation. Welcome. Thank um, you. You not only are the defensive coordinator, also the linebackers coach here at Linebacker U. What does that mean to you? How much have you been told about that and the standards that's been set here at that position? Well, I didn't have to be told. I, I knew, you know. Uh, I knew it was linebacker U. I've known that for a long, long time. I played the position uh, since I was in fifth grade and uh, high school, played for my dad. Uh, in college, played linebacker. My son played for me at Indiana. He played linebacker. And uh, that's where my eyes go on that side of the ball. That's where my heart is on that side of the football. And I sat in pretty much every linebacker meeting at Indiana, you know, as the head coach. And uh, so uh, love, love that position. And I'm so excited to be able to be a part of a place that's known for that. I haven't had that happen before in my career. And uh, so just you just think of all the greats that have come, come here to play. Matter of fact, as I talked to some 
recruit says, I finally got a chance to do that last night when I got cleared here. And so um, it's the guys that we have in this class, the guys that we're recruiting. And so and watching the film of those guys, just uh, it really, really fires me up to be at a place that uh, really attracts that elite level linebacker. We've had three All-Americans at Indiana in the last eight years you know, at that position. And that hadn't happened in, you know, I don't know ever that, that, that in that time frame to have that many and the guys that we brought there developed and all uh, finished as All-Americans. So just really excited about that position. Like I said, I love it. I, I know it. I see it. Like I said, that's how I kind of, you know, approach things. And that's the group that I'm really challenged to, to, to run, run our team, run our defense. You know, I think that's what the leaders, the linebackers do. They make tackles and they, they make plays and they lead, you know, with leadership production. So just want to be able to take that to that group. I'm excited about uh, the chance to lead uh, the linebackers here at Penn State. In the middle, John. Hi, Tom. Right, to your right. Sorry. John McDonald of Penn Life. Nice to meet you. Um, in your time at Indiana as head coach, what was your impression over the years of James Franklin and the program uh, that he's built and cultivated here? March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, you know, just you seeing the uh, um, what he was able to come here and, 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 and that situation that he walked into and, and to just systematically, you know, build the program uh, the way he wanted to build it and the, the culture that he built. I just think that you could just see as every year passed uh, the, the talent level increasing. I felt like uh, I thought that players here uh, physically uh, went from when they got here to when they left, just the way they just you know, moved and ran, and then you see how they, they tested, and when they were going to the draft, it just always seemed to be, just caught my eye, that they're doing something right, you know, and obviously the product on the field, the, the way the kids play, and, and just the physicality of the teams and the athleticism of the teams, you know, obviously when I first started playing, you know, Saquon Barkley was, was the tailback we're trying to tackle, you know, and so just so many great players, uh, but I just think that, uh, the, the discipline of the team uh, stuck out to me. You, you pay attention to, you know, the, the programs and as things happen on and off the field and just impressed with the way uh, the, the, the players handle themselves. You know, you see the guys at media day, you know, and, and you always you know, get a chance to interact with those players and just the way they, they uh, handle themselves has, has always been just first class to me. I just think it just classes oozes from this place and Coach Franklin and how he's done these went against him when he was at Vanderbilt. You know, his last two years there were my first two years at Ole Miss. And, and got a chance to, to go against him there. So I just think that uh, um, I think a thing that stuck out has stuck out to me for him is everywhere he's gone, his defense has played a high level. You know, different defensive coordinators as well. And uh, but the mainstay is the, the way the defense plays. You know, like I said, going back to when we faced him his last two years at Vandy. So uh, that's um, after being in the role of head coach when you're trying to hire to the other side of the ball that you uh, don't coach. You know, that's a, it's a big deal, you know, and to have that, that consistency that he's had there has been impressive, you know, within his program. So that's a tribute to him and, and being able to have a vision for what he knows he wants there and being able to make that a reality. 
Front middle, correct? Coach Greg Pickle from Blue White Illustrated. Nice to meet you. Coach, over your coaching career, there's been a lot written about the type of defense that Tom Allen defenses play. In your words, what is a Tom Allen defense? What should Penn State fans be watching for or expect uh, when your unit first takes the field next well, year? Well, we, we say with our DNA, you know, it's in, in wherever you go, you know, it's uh, it's not, I don't like to use the words mine and I, it's, it's we and ours. And so uh, we're going to play. It's about you know, takeaways, tackling, and effort. You know, we're going to, we, we install those three things. That's our DNA every day. Takeaways, tackling, and effort. And uh, within that, man, we're going to be aggressive, attacking defenses. I, I think one thing we, we've been known for is just being a, being a really doing a good job of disguising things, you know, making that quarterback have to really uh, process when the ball gets snapped. Take a lot of pride in that, spend a lot of time with that. And uh, changing windows, you know, just being able to be aggressive with that. And there's a, there's a lot of similarities too. You know, even when, when Brent was here, you know, we would always we had talked, and and uh, you know, it's a lot of similarities. Even same thing with with, with Manny and no Manny for for several years. So just there's a lot of uh, a lot of similarities to, to the way we think and believe and do things. And so it's just, you know part of the the fit piece, you know, for us. And for, Sure, for part of the fit piece for for Coach Franklin, but uh, you know, to me, it's about letting your guys play fast, be very, very physical, and we just want to attack. You know, and I want the guys to play free, and I want them to play with uh, just absolute confidence. But that preparation is is what creates that confidence. So you got a simplicity to you, you know, but a complexity as it's presented to the offense. Over here on the right, Audrey. Hi, Audrey Snyder, the Athletic. Uh, James told us last week that he wanted to hire somebody who wasn't intimidated to take over the top ranked defense in the country. And I guess, why do you feel like you're the right guy for that? And also, how do you kind of go through the next few weeks with getting familiar with this roster? You mentioned talking to recruits. How do you balance and navigate all that? Well, you know, first of all, your first question, you know, I just think that it's, uh, you know, it's expectation. You know, you want to be a place where expectations are high, you know, but there's no question. I mean, you, you go through and you look at what uh, what they were able to accomplish this past season. It's uh, it's pretty impressive now. That hasn't happened very often. And, and, and statistically, how they dominated in the run game and the throw game and leading the country in sacks and, and uh, just uh, disrupting. That's what I kind of think of it. So, you know, but at the same time, you know, you want to go a place where the expectations are high, but the standards are high. And that's what's been said here. And, you know, hats off to, to Coach Diaz and what he did. And, and uh, obviously, the whole staff, they did a great job and great chemistry, you can tell, and a lot of great people in that room. And that, that, that didn't happen by accident. And, uh, and it's obviously the players and all what they did and their buy-in. So, uh, but that, that that excites me. You know, I want to be able to um, you know build off what they've had here. And, and, I, and I love the fact that there's a, a standard expectation you're going to play great defense at Penn State. And uh, that's been going on a long time before any of us got here. You know, so that's uh, that's that positive pressure that you all want that to be in to be able to allow yourself to be driven towards towards greatness, which is what I want to chase after every day. And then you think about the, the second part is how you build relationships. That's my big goal here in this couple of weeks is getting to know the players and spend time with them. I uh, can do that now. I'm going to be going to the bowl site and being there. And that's going to be one of my big objectives is meet with our guys and, and, get, and watch them practice and watch their practice habits and, and watch them communicate. Because I think about the linebackers and how they, they talk and communicate within you know their rooms and as well and sit in those meeting rooms and, and, and see how they interact with the coaches and, and get to build relationships with our coaching staff as well. So relationship building is going to be number one. And then I'm going to continue to watch film. You know, I'm really going to study and continue to study, been doing that already, you know, our players and, and being able to do a great job of meshing all the great things that have been accomplished here this season and the way they've been able to get it done and really doing a great job of just building off that and enhancing it. In the middle, Mike. Hi, Coach. Welcome to State College. Uh, Mike Porn, StateCollege.com. Um, Michael Penix, Jr., 2020. <laughs> is that a touchdown or not? 
Oh, it was a touchdown. And so, uh, but you know, I get it. It depends on what glasses you're wearing. You know, I guarantee you that it uh, depends on who you cheer for. And, and uh, which side of your obviously was very uh, contested, both sides, and reviewed and talked about it to nausea. But I got a you know, big old picture in my office that shows that he, he scored and it was a touchdown back then. That's probably still considered a touchdown today if you consider a touchdown 20 years from now. So, but uh, bottom line is, is it was a great game and, and that was uh, a great win for the Indiana Hoosiers. In the back here, Ben. Hey, Tom, uh, Ben Jones, stinkcollege.com. Going off of what Mike said, um, what is it like to join a program that you've had the shared experiences with on the other side of the ball? You know, to have had something like that game or that play yeah. where you're on the right side now you're on the other side. What is it like to join? Unique. You know, I was, uh, even in the interview process, uh, we were watching film. And uh, we're actually watching film of our game that we played a few, you know, several weeks ago. And uh, you don't usually have a chance to kind of talk about, you know, hey, this was the call and this is what happened on this play. And, and uh, as we've gone through kind of explaining what we were doing and we were talking about what they were doing and even watching their offense. So uh, a lot of unique things about the dynamic of it all. Um, you know, to be able to move uh, to, to not only a team that you played, but a whole conference that you played against. So I think a, a tremendous uh, advantage to be able to know your opponents, know a lot of the coaches and how they do things, and, and even from from a you know program perspective, even a schematic perspective, and in recruiting perspective as well. So I uh, haven't had this situation before where I've kind of moved, you know, in, in this way in this time frame, you know. So I think it would give us some unique advantages for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely not something I've ever done before. But it's made the transition actually a little bit easier. In the back left, Ryan. Hey, Tom. Ryan Risky with WTJ Indian Nation. Welcome to Happy Valley. Thank you. Uh, so how do you feel that the current personnel that Penn State has is going to fit the kind of the style of defense that you want to run? Yeah, I tell you what, just uh, that's been probably going to be, you know, as they talk about, you know, building relationships and, and watching practice, really trying to, to, to evaluate that. And uh, I'm impressed with our personnel. You know, obviously you're going to have some some departures of guys that uh, go in the NFL or graduating, going to have to replace those. And, and that's going to be a huge priority. But uh, that's also why you have you know, the developmental part of your program. You have guys that uh, have been here and been working, and now this is their opportunity. And, and be able to enhance that. So I think that uh, there's a lot of a lot of depth at some key spots that uh, you rely on to do the things you want to do, the things that they were able to do successfully these last few years, and especially this past season. And so we got a lot of those guys coming back as well. So uh, I'm excited about being able to, you know, and it's like this every 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 year. You're always going to kind of tweak some things and, and and look at it in the off season. We're going to do that right now to be able to to maximize the skill sets and strengths of our roster and the guys that we have. Like I said, I have the advantage of of you know, watching them as from the other side of, of the uh, the lens as a, an opposing coach, and now being able to to uh, figure out how the best way to use those guys. You know, so I feel like we kind of got a good perspective on that, but definitely have a way deeper chance to get to know them. And I, I'm looking for that. Pro that excites me to be able to get in there, dive in there, you know, tweak some things with what you want to do to be able to maximize the current roster. And obviously, the guys we just signed today, a lot of special players there, and uh, really, really looking forward to that that process. On the right, Daniel. Tom, uh, Daniel Gallon, minus 24 7. Um, the, the last two people that held your job went on to become head coaches. One was the first time, or one was returning to that spot. Uh, is that something that, as you look forward in your career, would you like to be a head coach again? Is that something that? Like this could be this could help you get you know I'm not coming here for that purpose I'll tell you that you know I'm coming here to be the coordinator you know I'm 53 years old uh, I've had some great opportunities I am so fired up to be in this position at this place uh, and so really you know been through that in the last seven years and uh, um, 
learned a ton now. I'm telling you, it's been, uh, and, I, and I think about that role. I feel like I've grown so much uh, since the last time I was a defensive coordinator only and not the head coach and, and want to use that to really allow me to be a better defensive coordinator, a better, a better assistant. I've sat in, you know, Coach Franklin's seat, you know, been in all those meetings with him and, and, and know what that feels like and the things you have to do. And I, and I feel like I'm going to be a much better assistant, a much better, uh, you know, leader of the defense. And uh, I'm very excited about that role and, and can't wait to be able to have that as my focus and not the 10,000 other things that you have to do with your head coach. In the middle, Max. Hey, Tom. Max Ralph with All Penn State. Uh, welcome, like everybody else said. Uh -huh. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if you can kind of expound on the on the process with building relationships. As I mean, signing day came out one day after you were officially announced and also transfer portal running ramp. But how does that kind of whirlwind go on? How does that process work for you? If you could just expound on that a little bit. Yeah, so that's a great question. So basically, now that I'm cleared to be able to, to, to talk to the guys here on that process, and it'll happen at the bowl site for our players since they've already gone home. And then uh, we're really going to use this time to, to reach out to the commits and get a chance to talk to them more. I had a chance to FaceTime with them last night, you know, which was which was awesome. But uh, you're going through and you're, you're watching the guy and then you and you talk to him, you know, that it's kind of that, that efficient, you know. I've had a chance to look at some of the head time. Obviously, we recruited some of those guys as well throughout the process before they got here. But but uh, want to do that, and then I want to get a chance to sit down with guys one on one. I'm a big one on one guy, and I believe in that. Uh, you, you can't really um, get to know somebody without spending time with them, and that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. I talk about when you say about building relationships, that's not just hanging out with them during practice or being around them, being near them physically. It's one-on-one -on -one time, uh, getting to know them, getting to know their families and, and just every part of their life, the things that they, that they value, what's important to them. And that, that's, that takes time. So I'm going to start doing those one-on-one, -on -one, meet with every single player on defense individually, and then be able to build those relationships and be able to find out what they what their goals are and I want to be able to align those things up with the things that I think they need to do to be able to reach those and then we're going to say okay how, can, how do you go to chase greatness every single day I mean, with our guys one-on-one -on -one, we're going to map out personally academically and in football and so to me that whole process and so once I know this is what they want and this is how they think they're going to get there I'm going to make sure their daily habits align with the goals that they have in their life so uh, that's a big part of it for me but it's a, a time-consuming process that I really uh, look forward to and then obviously um, the building relationship with the coaches is just a daily thing and uh, I'm just going to do a similar thing with those guys as well but the bottom line is is that all this stuff takes time and I'm looking forward to being able that's why it's so important that I was here you know get this process you know where it is now from a time frame perspective so I can get to the bowl site and now fully cleared and able to interact and, and sit in meetings now and, and watch and practice and really uh, take the relationship to that level. In the front right Neil? Hey Tom, Neil Riddell from the Out to the Mirror. Uh, can you share with us, because the clock is ticking, did you reach out to James, did he reach out to you when things are moving that quickly? And also, uh, what about your roots with Penn State? Who are the first linebackers here that you watched, noticed, and admired? You know, I would say, you know, from a, you know, obviously James reached out to me, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't reach out to him, so, but uh, that kind of started the process and then it kind of went from there. But, uh, you know, for me, you know, my, my wife's from Pennsylvania. You know, and so she's from Pottstown and born and raised there and her whole family is, you know, from, from this state. And so, I, interesting story, so when I was in college, we first started dating, we actually went to college uh, at Maranatha Baptist University in Wisconsin, so we met there our freshman year. So that first summer, um, I wanted to go visit her. And so I didn't have any money, so we, I took a Greyhound bus. It took me 18 hours to drive from Indianapolis, Indiana to, uh, I think it was King of Prussia. 
is where I ended up going to. And I, I, you know, you see greyhounds, you know, you go past. I had no idea that they stopped at every single town. That's why I took 18 hours. I mean, it's like twice long. It's a long, long trip. And so I did that twice uh, after our freshman year and after our sophomore year. So hopefully she knew and her parents knew that I was, you know, serious about it because I wasn't going to do that for just anybody. But uh, that was kind of my first experience with the turnpike. You know, and that whole process of getting from 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 A to B, and it, it took a long, long time. So, but anyway, I just finished so many great linebackers here that it, it's just uh, you know, gosh, I I just feel like that uh, um, um, as a kid. I mean, you just you watch Penn State play, and you look at the linebackers. You know, we saw Sean Lee today was the guy that was uh, doing one of the intros for the for our commits, and uh, I'm just like, yo, yeah, man, you know, Dan Connor's in our room. You know, and uh, he's a guy that, that stuck out to me because I was the coaching at the time. But, but man, I just loved the way he played the game, and just so physical. You know, and uh, you know, I just uh, man, there's just so many of them, and uh, I, I just feel like that that's become the expectation that when you come here, you know, at that position, man, you're gonna you're gonna have an opportunity to be special, and be great, and uh, that's why the coach in that room is a, is an awesome thing, and I just really feel so blessed to be in this role, and and uh, uh, man, it's just a um, to have that kind of tradition, you know, with the way we've been fortunate to develop. You know, I coached Demario Davis at Arkansas State, and he's gone on to have a tremendous career uh, at linebacker, and, and uh, just uh, so many guys. It's really been elite and special, and so uh, and it's such an important position for defense. You know, it's just uh, you know, if you want to have a great defense, you got great linebackers. You know, I've said that every place we've been, and the challenge those guys to that end, and and they got to verbally lead. They can't just. Lead by example. That just uh, that's just doing your job, right? And so, but that to me is what you see. You see the guys communicating and talking and, and flying around and making plays. You know, so just uh, uh, really looking forward to leading that group. We've got time for two more questions. We got Tyler over here on the right. Hello, uh, Tyler Donahue from Lines Twenty Four Seven. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm curious if you've referenced so much of the stuff that's now off your plate that that you leave behind the CEO type role. What are you putting on your plate now that you're most excited about? You know, that you're excited to maybe get back to the roots of, of what your career was about before you stepped up. The yeah, I think it's being able to dive into the film room, you know, to really study in the off season. You know, we, we uh, when you're a head coach, um, and you spend so much time doing that, all those things we talked about, and even the recruiting part of it with the whole team that you're involved with it just takes so much time, you know, and so uh, and everything else. So I want to be able to really study. Um, and I love uh, this time of year once we get off the road and, and being able to just talk ball, you know, talk ball. I already talked with some DCs about getting together. And I haven't done that, you know, in the last seven years. You know, just meeting places and watching films, sharing ideas and bouncing things off each other and guys that you really respect and do some things similar to schematically. And so uh, that's a big thing that I haven't been able to do. And I think also just, you know, you'd be able to, you know, um, be in a meeting room and be able to, you know, not get interrupted, you know, just to be able to have that consistent time to be able to, uh, you know, focus on what you want to be able to do to kind of dive more into the, the evaluation of the why part of defense. You know, I think that's, that to me, there's no, there's no magic defense. The magic I believe is in the players and the magic is in their belief, but you got to know why you got to have answers, you know? And so the, the why part of what you do, I think you have a time in the off season to really dive into that. You know, and really you have to kind of come up with some better answers for things, and and to be able to have those little wrinkles that that can be the difference in a game. You know, and kind of and then really zero in on different phases of you know uh, whether it's the, the red zone or you know third downs or you know just focus on base downs. Say what can we do to really make our system better? You know, and you do that from a peripheral 
perspective as the head coach, but you really assign that to other people. And so I want to really dive into that myself because that helps me. And so just, you know, growing in that area and, and it's, it's a time, you know, piece. And so you get a chance to really dive into those. And, and I, you know, for me, it's, it's more time with a, with a smaller group of guys, you know, to, be, to really build, to build even deeper relationships, you know, with your players. Because I think that's really what, you know, sets apart the way that we try to do things and have done things for a long time is, uh, is the, you know, I want to coach from my heart to theirs. I want to capture their hearts and their minds. Well, how do you do that when you do it? By really spending lots of time with them. And, and that's, it may be watching film with them, you know, one-on-one or with small groups and being able to, to show them how you can help them take their game to another level. So uh, I really, that, that really excites me to be able to have that time to do those things. Last question, front left, Zach. Hey, Coach Zach Seiko, Locked On Denny Lines podcast. What are your thoughts on the number 11 linebacker spot, the history of it, the, you know, the, the stardom of it, and whether it's Abdul Carter or someone else wearing number 11, how it would fit into your system? Well, you know, you think about LeVar Harrington and, and uh, um, you know, the way he played, and that's kind of become the standard, you know, and guys want to become that. And, and obviously, you know, Michael Parsons has been a guy that, that uh, wore that number well recently. And I got to see him up close and personal and uh, uh, was glad, glad to see him move to the next level because he was almost unblockable, you know. And so um, I just feel like that uh, um, anytime you have a number like that that has so much history and so much legacy and expectation, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special, you know. Um, and especially because you know, when you put that number on, you better play to that standard, you know, because all those guys that work before you, they're watching, you know, and uh, there's uh, an expectation for that. So I think it's neat to have, you know, those are kind of things that you can't just, you can't fabricate that. You know, I, I can, I can, hey, we're going to make this number, whatever. No, it has to be the person that initially wore it, that, that, that has to mean something, you know, it has to be, you know, so special that, man, it's, man, that, there's pride in that. And that when you, Choose and I don't even know the process that we've gone through here as far as that, but I know who's worn it, you know, and so uh, I just think that uh, um, it's, it's pretty awesome to be a part of a place that has that, especially a position that has so much value, you know, and so, and the current guy wearing it, you know, just, you know, a matter of fact, I had a chance today to, to meet him in the weight room, I hadn't had a chance to talk to him, you know, and so um, met him today. Talked to him for a few minutes there, introduced myself to him and, and just, uh, you know, commented about, you know, we had a tough time blocking you, man. So now you're trying to find creative ways to help you become unblockable, you know. And so uh, he's, a, he's a big athlete that can run and move. And I, I think he's still, I think his best football is ahead of him. I really do. I believe that. And so I think he's got a great opportunity to keep growing and developing. And I'm really looking forward to doing what I mentioned to you about that time together, that one-on-one time. And because and, uh, I think he's a guy that uh, can be, you know, has been really special, but can be, uh, can take his game to a higher level. I helped him. Hope to expect to lead you to that place. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate Tom. you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Have an awesome day.